Hello and welcome to episode number 12 of season 3 of Empower Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Michael Abney. I'm here today with my co-host. Marilyn Egan. Yay. Yay. 12. That's an, another magic number. They're all kind of magic how they just keep rolling <laughs> Yes, they are. They are. And today we have a really fabulous guest who's here with us, Aaron Joy. I have met Aaron online. We have so many, many, many mutual friends, but mm-hmm. I am so thrilled to meet you in person today. This is the first time you meet. Finally, this is the first time we're meeting. Are you I'm, kidding me? No. And when, when we said hello, I said finally. finally. <laughs> oh my god! In my mind, you've met many times. Yes. That's crazy. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, isn't it? So I am so excited to have you here. Same. Thanks for having me. Yes. Yes. So why don't you just tell us a little bit about your work? My work. Yeah. And you. And me. And and my work and me. Yes. Well, my company is Black Dress Circle, and we're a business consulting and coaching company working primarily with women-owned businesses, and our flagship offering is our entrepreneur roundtables called Black Dress Circles. Um, It's a side of our business that we are franchising to other women in other markets, and we've been working on that behind the scenes for a bunch of years, and now that we have five roundtables here in St. Louis, and we are at a point kind of with other projects, we are ready to uh, work with other women in other markets and empower them to have entrepreneur roundtables in their city. Wow. Yeah. Yay. I was going to ask you the next step. You've already got your <laughs> yes. next got step. Out. We have, that's that's right. we have that next step designed. And um, yeah. I, so my, my business is, you know, of course, I say it, of course, because every entrepreneur would say it this way. You know, I'm speaking to two entrepreneurs right here. <laughs> yeah. uh, my business is a big area of my life. It's not the only area of my life. I'm a mom. I'm a single mom to Audrey. She happens to be not far from this podcast <laughs> recording right now with a couple of her friends. Friends, um, yes. to talk about designing your life. You know, she designed her night, and I just went along with it. So yeah. I'm a single mom, and um, we have a great life together. And I love the lifestyle of having half my time off, and then half my time with Audrey. And um, you know, she lives a big life, and I do too. And then I am a PhD candidate. I study business psychology, specifically uh, success and well-being among entrepreneurs. So I have a lot going on in terms of you know parenting and business and academics, and I also really take care of my health and uh, really manage to live well with a chronic disease. And um, I think that's an important thing to, to manage our health in order to have the energy to do what we want to do in life. Yes. And, you know, of course, I have friends and family, and I can't really say that I have hobbies. <laughs> that, that might follow <laughs> that statement often. You just say, I have friends and family and hobbies. But, you know, my hobby is being Audrey's mom yeah. and uh, playing in my business and creating and um you know, that's, that's, that's kind of me in a nutshell. I love that. I love that <laughs> you talked about raising your daughter is a hobby. So you enjoy it. And I yes. think that's a big, yes. huge piece to include because she is just as valuable, more valuable than your work, but it's hugely valuable too. How yeah. did you get started with this organization? Well, um, 
this company is an iteration of, you know, other businesses that I've owned and other paths that I've been on. I've been an entrepreneur my whole life. I was self-employed since right out of college. My parents owned a real estate agency. I worked for them for a brief time after college <laughs> and I was like, oh, I could do this. You can be your own boss, make your own schedule, call your own shots, make as much money as you can make. You know, the sky is the limit. So I moved to St. Louis, actually St. Charles County, specifically if you're here in the St. Louis metropolitan area, it's a suburb of St. Louis and got into real estate and I've never looked back. My journey has unfolded, of course, my career journey. I moved from being a real estate agent and broker into consulting the home building industry. And that was kind of a natural progression for mm -hmm. me. I did, you know, feasibility studies, helping home builders figure out what to build and where to build it and who to build it for and whether they should buy that land or not and how to turn around their underperforming subdivision or condo project or loft project. And uh, I, when the housing industry crashed in 2007, I held on as long as I could. But man, 2007 yes. was rough. I made almost no money and yeah. was still single. Um, didn't, did not have Audrey yet. Um, but, um, I knew by the end of 2007, I couldn't stay in that business. So January, 2008, it was time to pivot. And I essentially, I started the kind of the predecessor to this company. Um, prior to Black Dress Circle, I did some business consulting, kind of springboarding off of my mm -hmm. consulting business in the housing industry. And that's yeah. what we do, right? We kind of take what, uh, where we are now and expand it to, to create the next best version of it. And I knew I wanted to expand outside of home building, and I did. And a um, couple of little bumps on the road, <laughs> as those do happen. Yeah. Absolutely. And yeah. um, then I created Black Dress Circle in February of 2011. So we're almost nine years old. Oh, my wow. God. Wow. Yes. That's amazing. So tell me more about how this business works now. Well, I see this business as a springboard for um, and, and as a platform for other endeavors. You know, uh, it's my business is um, well. First of all, let me just say that I've always said that business is my greatest teacher. It is the yeah. thing that I use to train and develop myself, not just as an entrepreneur, but as a human being who has a vision and who um, maybe is uh, you know, sometimes um, not ready to bring that vision into reality and has to kind of sit with it and develop it and kind of nurture it along and kind of you know, guide the energy where I want it to go, <laughs> listen to the, let the energy guide me, and then bring things into, into existence and into reality. So you know, the business, in addition to being a business coach and consultant and facilitating our entrepreneur roundtables, and franchising that um, business to other women in other markets. We produce a lot of events. We love to be a hub of women entrepreneurs, both in person and online. Um, we are, like you, moving into yes. the podcast space and have been planning for, you know, some of the things I'm sure you guys would agree, they're, they're in a stage, in a state of you know, kind of formulation and being concepted for a long time. And that's okay. It is. So, right? That's yes. normal. It's like we're developing things kind of on the side and in the background. And, you know, they're more secondary than to, than the primary endeavors that we have right now. So um, 
we are, in addition to podcasting coming down the pipeline, um, you know, we're moving into a lot more video and a lot more content because, you know, like you, we, we want to, I want to make uh, a, a positive impact in the lives of women entrepreneurs all over the world. And we have at our fingertips this amazing medium called the internet. (laughs) And we can do so much with um, really even limited resources. And so that's an amazing opportunity. Absolutely. And you started in your own business when it was even more difficult for women to start their own business. So I think that's a huge, huge piece that brought you to where you are now. And how do you, um, I mean, how do people find you? What do they do to get started with you? Well, I think because my business is primarily local to the St. Louis area in, in, in today's iteration of the company, again, as we move into franchising and yeah. and as my speaking career grows and some of the media things that we do, the business mm-hmm. will, will you know be less and less local and more and more global eventually. Yeah. So, um, so people find us today through a lot of word of mouth and, re- and referral. You know, I think that there's a lot of power. You guys, you obviously talk about being empowered. Yeah. There is a lot <laughs> of do. right. <laughs> there is a lot of power in having a niche. Yes. You know, I I know you do that in your business outside yes. of this podcast, Marilyn. I know you do that, Michael. Absolutely. And so, um, having a business that is niched has been you know to women entrepreneurs, um, not just entrepreneurs or not just small business, but women entrepreneurs has been really really good for us. So we're able to gain a lot of momentum with word of mouth and referral mm-hmm. because people can when they think about women entrepreneurs in their mind, not the whole market, but, you know, I'm working on it. Yeah. <laughs> the market, you know, thinks of of, uh, of us. They think of me. They think of Black Dress Circle. And, and that's from a lot of strategy around marketing. But, but I want to say, Marilyn, I, yeah. you know, I, I don't think of myself as having started a business at a time that it was difficult for women to, to start, a, start a business. You know, I started in, um, in business for myself in the summer of 1995. And I, I think, you know, it's women who were, you know, 30, 40, 50, 60 years That's ago. Cool. You know, my grandmother was an entrepreneur, probably out of necessity, um, she was uh, an immigrant and she had a disabled husband and she had two children and she had her mother and her mother-in-law living with her in a small town in central Illinois. And she owned a restaurant and a dress shop across the street and would run back and forth. And the wow. family all lived above the restaurant. And now that's a woman who I think it was hard to be an entrepreneur, to be um, a self-starter, but there was no choice. Yes. You know? But that took a lot of courage. took a lot of courage for her. Yes, to take Mm -hmm. care of these people and keep two businesses going. Yes. Yes. That's huge. I know you don't know the other conversations that we've had. (laughs) But like, I'm hearing the listener hit like this huge arc for today. Really? Yeah, about lineage and like how our ancestors played yes, the role and yes. we're breaking free from those past paradigms. And like, it's, it's just so 
Point. Well, you know, I, I feel very, very lucky uh, to be have been born into the family that I was born into. You know, to have a mother whose mother was an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. And my mother, you know, also was a rule breaker. In 1976, when we moved to my hometown of Litchfield, Illinois, we as kids were ages two, three, and four. My brother was two, I was three, my sister was four. And we moved to Litchfield so that my dad could have a head coaching position in football. So I come by (laughs) this coaching um, kind of uh, demeanor, if you will, you know, from even from those roots. I was a swimming instructor when I was growing up. My mother um, was a teacher and she started her own business. She started a preschool. And I will always remember the story of my mom in 1976 saying that the bank wanted her to have my dad be a co-signer on her loan for her business, Mm -hmm. and she refused. And they did give her the loan, Um, and, and she had that business for a couple of years, and she was able to raise a family with her kids at the preschool that she was running. And um, then eventually my parents started their own business. So I think for some people, they have to break free from family dynamics. And I have been just like hoisted into this amazing family that is so extraordinarily supportive and created the conditions for me to to be who I am and to parent the way that I parent and, you know, to be free to come home on the weekends to my family home, you know, in, in Litchfield, Illinois, and to say, you know, Hey, I need you guys to hang out with Audrey for about three hours while I write a paper. And they're like, okay, great. (laughs) And they get it. Three hours. How fun is that? (laughs) You know, and that's really lucky because that is not the experience that all people have, or I could even say probably a lot of people have. Right. I get that completely. You have no idea how you touched my heart. I married a teacher coach. Oh, I love it. So I was married to the football coach, the wrestling coach, the baseball coach for all these years, too, who's um, who's now retired. But so really, for many years, my life and my jobs were wrapped around his schedule because he worked all the time. And I told somebody that this morning. I said, oh, no, I've just gotten started in my work because I did the jobs. I learned a lot. I loved what I did. But I just got started doing my own business. Yeah. I said, I'm not starting. I'm not going to quit anytime soon. I'm not in that retirement circle because <laughs> yes. I'm just really going at my my highest level now, which it worked for our family at the time. Of course. But when, same thing, when I first opened up my business checking account, mm-hmm. I, I put him on there just to have a second person on there. Next thing I know, the statements and everything are coming with his name first. I'm like, no, this mm. is my account. He really doesn't put any money in this. This is mine. Please do not put him first. <laughs> you know? Yeah, which some people would say no big deal, but to me it was a big deal. It's so symbolic, when you said right? That, it's kind of symbolic and and energetic. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes, yes. So that was funny when you were talking about that story, but it it was huge that I said no. This is my business. He yeah. supports it completely in any way that I need, but I'm of that generation where it wasn't easy, right? 
to get that started. Well, it sounds like so. you can relate to having a concept working on the side or in the background, and then you yes. bring it forth when the time is right. Yes, I'm, exactly. I'm just bringing, bringing a project forward that I've been concepting, you know, for probably 15 years in my head. <sighs> And I didn't, it was, it's so real to me that I didn't realize I hadn't really talked about it out loud because it is so real in my mind. And, and so, you know, it's, it's, but it's coming from out of the background and out of the, off to the side, like to the forefront. And I'm, you know, birthing this creative project. So it's pretty fun. I love that for you because yeah. Yeah, I felt that so long with my business. We actually did an energy circle. Well, you know, Pat, Pat Jordan. Of course. Yes, the so lovely we... and amazing yeah. and yes. powerful yes. Pat Jordan. That's where we sat and created the Peace Place, which I moved my business into. And then I found the space by accident. Well, I was guided to it. Yeah, right. By accident. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the very next day, I hadn't seen Michael in six months, saw mm-hmm. him. He goes, would you like help with this? I'm like, oh, yes, please. And then another person in our oh. energy circle, who you know well, too, is Caroline. Of course. Caroline Morgan. And she goes, would you like my help, too? I'm like, yes. Wow. Right here in my energy circle are all these people. Real estate and mortgage. Boom. It's right. handled. Right. Mm-hmm. And... It was just, it was incredible how everything fell into place for me as we went. So thank you for saying that, that it was yeah. in the background, in the background, and then boom, boom. <laughs> it shows up. She's ready. <laughs> That's right. She's yeah. ready to She's come ready. out. So. Well, like, I just love these freaking podcasts. They're amazing. Uh, <laughs> so you and I have had, and I'm like, you're one of the dearest people in my life. Yeah, same, like, same. And we've, been, like, we've been connected in this lifetime, at least, in, yeah. for, uh, I think, 17 years. Yeah. Like, and, like, we all hit the bumps, and yeah. um, you were just there for me in a profound way that I will never forget as long as I live. And I admire and honor what you're doing in the world. It's extraordinary to see the level of power that you command. And like your this podcast will air sometime before Thanksgiving ish. Um, and I wanted to, you, there's always that space, you know, as the holidays emerge, mm-hmm. a lot of stuff comes up for people mm-hmm. um, about dealing with the holidays or the end of something like all of our sort of crazy illusions that we have. Mm-hmm. And also what's next? And mm-hmm. we like every podcast that we've done this particular season has been all about people with unbelievable challenges. They've come through it, but it's it's all this, this sort of coming out theme mm, yes. that's happening of people that have had it in the background. Right. Hey, I can channel. Yeah. I don't talk to about that with anybody. <laughs> yeah. And now they're here talking about it. Yeah. And yes. And we were discuss. We always discuss sort of like the general arc. And I thought. You know, I want to show or talk about how you could like design your life for next year, mm-hmm. independent of what the past has told us is possible. Mm-hmm. And you were like, hey, I wanted yeah. to have you on the podcast since we started, but mm-hmm. like our schedules are so crazy. So I'm so <laughs> glad it intersected today. But yes. like the, I just think that you bring such a wealth of information and clarity about giving ourselves permission to really take a look and design it the way that we want it, not 
having it just work, but mm -hmm. design. Yeah. Like that word design where like we're creating it and your company, what just didn't pop out of your right. head one day and go, oh, we're here. <laughs> yeah. Like you designed mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. So mm -hmm. like that's. Yeah. So how do I do that? Yeah. How do I do that? Yeah. We all in five do that? words yeah. or less. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but just like the theme, like so yeah. somebody could be, you know, because I I watch stuff on YouTube and in you know mm -hmm. one little idea. Right. I had like four breakthroughs in the last podcast sure. about just these simple shifts make such a huge powerful difference. So as we're looking yeah. at like creating what's next for us in our mm -hmm. life, like that next yes. evolution, mm -hmm. like how would how would somebody start to do that? I think there's a couple of tools that I use. I love to share tools, like you were saying, if there's just mm -hmm. one thing or a couple of things that are really actionable. Um, and I do this every year in this season. Um, so this is the season that I move into business planning and I look at my business planning as a process. It's not just a one-time event. It's something that happens in um, the season of, for me, October, November, December. I start thinking about next year in, you know, probably August, September, um, but it's in the background and then it starts to come into the foreground. And so one of the tools that I use every year is to write a prophecy letter. And it's probably goes by other names with other people. I learned of it as a prophecy letter from one of my teachers and friends and mentors, Matthew Ferry. And he calls it a prophecy letter. And in a prophecy letter, you stand in the future. You stand in the future as your future self. And you write a letter to your current self. So it, the letter might look like something like this, like, it's December 31st, 2020, would be 2020. It's December yeah. 31st, ah. 2020. Mm -hmm. What an amazing year it has been. Aaron, you have done everything that you set out to do this year. You've been the kind of mom to Audrey that you wanted to be. You really wanted to have those amazing summer weekends together. And and you did that. You went camping. And it was as fun as it has always been. And, and you got in the woods and got out in nature. And your health is as whole and complete and vibrant as you have been, you know, creating your, your weight is better than it's ever been. You're at a, you know, a, a lean weight that feels really good. Your strength, your, you know, your strength is on point. You've been to the gym twice a week, um, every week, and you've been getting in that cardio fitness and adding in yoga. You really wanted to add in yoga this week and you've done that or this year and you've done that. And you take each area of your life and you create, but you create from your future <laughs> and then you're speaking to your current self. And so, you know, you said, you know, how do you create for me? And I know for human being, it's not just for me, we create in language. And we, we create in language in our head all the time. And we create in language with what we say to people that we think is just, oh, it's just us hanging out. We're just talking. So I could say things like, you know, I don't have time for that. And we act like that's not creating our reality. But it absolutely is. So when we use language to create uh, and we, do, we use it in writing, and then even more powerful, we share that 
we read that to someone or we share it with someone who, you know, can see what we're creating, you know, what a powerful tool. Wow. Yes. Well, are you doing that again? You. I'm getting ready to go into that process again right now. Are you getting, because last year I was in the class with That's you. That's right. That's right. Are you doing that again? So yes. Um, okay. Every year as to, to support my clients, to support my clients. We're going. And there you go. Yes. In plan. Yeah. Absolutely. Please yes. come to support my clients in planning their year. And as a way for me to round out my work year, the middle of December, the last Friday in that week. So this year it's on December 13th. Um, we host a business planning workshop for all of our clients. And so the process that I'm going through right now at the end of October, I um, will turn around and develop into a workbook and, and provide templates and worksheets for my clients to go through the same process. And so that's what we did last year. And um, it's something we do every year. And it's a way for me to like round out the year and celebrate all the work that we've done and really celebrate my clients and then move into the holiday season. I found that the, the prophecy letter that I yes. about three months ago because <laughs> I was with another company when I wrote that. Yeah. But what I wrote, so a distinction I got today was when last year I was writing that in that moment to the future self. Yes. So your distinction that you just said was go to the future self and write it backwards. Yes, yes, yes. So I didn't do that. I did it from here to that self. To that self. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Telling him what it I wanted to happen. Yeah. It was I wanted. Now, ninety percent of what I wrote down had already manifested. And I wrote it in a context of the things that I wanted. And when you were just talking, all that was, I was reliving that in my, yes. that movie was going off in my head. And I'm like, oh, what I wanted wasn't available in that context of when I wrote that. Mm-hmm. So that context shifted, popped out a new company, and it literally happened. Yeah. Yeah. You had to, it sounds like you, wow. you created a vision. You created something for yourself that um, didn't work inside of that old structure sure. of being with the old company. And so the vision, even though in that moment I was totally doing it, would be, right? totally. The vision yes. was powerful enough that it has stayed alive as that company moved to the wayside and you created a new company <sighs> to, to house the vision. Imagine when I write it 2020 to myself yeah. this yes. year. Yeah. So oh, powerful. This gives me chills. <laughs> yes, me like the too. polarity of that. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I was um, leaving my daughter's parent teacher conference this afternoon. And I don't know why, but I was walking down the steps and something popped in my head (laughs) related to this vision that I've had in my mind for about 15 years that I have written down in a lot of detail through the years of um, kind of how my life would look when I bring this next piece in. And I was like, ooh, it's getting so real. It's time to put it into another prophecy letter and to really build it out in detail. You know, I'm sure there are a lot of people who have said things like, um, and I don't know who these people are that have said these things. No, you have to see it to believe it. Yep. <laughs> you yep. know, or you have to believe it to see it or, or things like that, you know. And there's something to be said for creating it in our mind's eye, creating in language. And that's how we bring things into reality. 
and then designing those things that you those elements of those things that you want to bring into your life so i just like the, the my mm-hmm. intent for today was really to go beyond the you know the boyfriend or the girlfriend or this or the, that the house the job right it's to more of that the thing that i want and the things that i wrote down it was a feeling mm-hmm. that i wrote down yeah. i wrote that i wanted to be free yeah mm-hmm. like more free like legit free yeah and when i was writing that in that moment i thought i was but the thing that left the thing that's not in my life that was not free for me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it was a great point of content, uh, contrast. Yes. Yes. It was a great point when you set the intention in that letter to be free. And then you have that old experience of being in business. And then you, you know, you get to say to yourself like, whoa, in, in the context of free, this is not that. That's a problem for me. <laughs> and that's how you can shed the old. Yeah. And I've we've had many conversations about this, about the levels. Like freedom's not just a thing. It's just it's it's it has depth and it it yes. expands. There yeah. are levels to freedom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that what I'm getting I, and what I'm like with my life, my experience of my life during this yeah. this year specifically. Um just new levels of like oh my god i can really feel this way it's okay to be op- more open and flexible here and like the working out and now i am in like doing some thai we had a podcast about thai yoga massage and it was something that was i was really attracted to and set that up experienced it and then you had an amazing um event with matthew mm-hmm. ferry last mm-hmm. week last week that was amazing and like one of those gong things went off in me. In your mind? Yes. <laughs> in your being, yes. in your energy field. Like yes. Everywhere when he said being flexible is power. Yeah, he, he says awareness brings flexibility. And flexibility. Flexibility gives you options, options and options gives you power. Yeah. Okay, say that one more time. Awareness brings flexibility. Flexibility gives you options and options gives you power. So, and I get that 12 and it starts, million percent. Right, it starts with awareness and, and it's awareness yes. of that there are so many things that we can't see and touch or feel that are at play. And we can harness those let's say resources. There are things, mm-hmm. there are resources at play and we can harness those resources with our expanded self-awareness, with our expanded awareness of the non-physical. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I took it as my body Ooh. too, like my my being flexible in my body. Yes, yes. And that's what the Thai thing kind of connect with because the things that I'm, um, it's so crazy. Like I was at the grocery store and I just, turn around to pick something up but my body moved in a completely different way i'm like i've never been able to do that (laughs) oh my god i don't have to completely get on my chair to turn around like and then it just like it clicked it's in my body too if it's in my body it's it's everywhere being flexible everywhere what yeah and isn't that the the mind body Mm -hmm. connection and and the you know the 
I think that our bodies, I think that our bodies are, um, they are the vehicle. They are the vehicle. We, this is the vehicle for bringing our visions into reality. And so for me, this is something I talk about with my performance coach. She's my speech writer and speech coach and performance coach in kind of, um, speaking and writing and creating. And she talks about the physical body as the game piece. And if you, if your game piece is limited, you can only do so much on the game board. And if you don't have a game piece, there's no game, right? So, so, so I think about my body as it's the game piece. So I have to tend to the game piece because I want to play the game. And I want to play the game like you, Marilyn. I want to play yeah. the game as long as I can <laughs> and as full out as I can. And I want to, I'm committed to, you know, um, kind of being a role model for entrepreneurs mm-hmm. who um, who also want to have vibrant uh, well-being as the foundation of their life and their business. Yes. And but I love what you just when you were talking about design for life and flexibility and your physical body, where there's also your the rest of your physical life. Mm -hmm. It's about all of it fitting together, it sounds like, is what you're saying. Your your family, your daughter, your business, flexibility and all of that. And I think that's the key right now for everybody. Yeah. Well, I, a, I really think... Go ahead. No, I just wanted to hear your take on on how you see that. How you know, do you see... Well, I I really think that um, the, the baseline for all of what we're talking about is really knowing what your priorities are. My priorities mm-hmm. are different than yours, Marilyn, and different than yours, Michael, nobody's priorities are the right priorities. They're just what our priorities are. And I, you know, I have always have, you know, a top couple of priorities. And for me, my business, uh, my um, health, and my parenting, those are my top priorities. Those are the top priorities. And One's not more important than yeah. the other. Those right. are my top priorities. Right. <laughs> my health and well-being, my business, and being Audrey's mom. And so after that, I get into you know advancing my PhD, my dissertation work. Um, I get into bringing some of these big projects into reality. I get into friends and family. But there are a bunch of things that are not my top priority. Um, when someone reaches out to me and introduces me to someone that they think that I should know. Um, that is not a priority to me, priority to me, unless it's going to, unless they're a prospective client or unless they want to take on a project that it's in, in alignment with my commitment to make a positive impact in the world. And so I say no to a lot of things mm-hmm. because I can't be a yes to those things Mm-hmm. and be Audrey's mom and advance my dissertation and advance my business and franchise and speak and take care of my health and well-being and have downtime to restore my energy. So I think we first and foremost, you know, Michael, you were saying, well, how do you do what you do? 
what, you know, what tools are there? I think we've got to have a short list of our priorities mm-hmm. and they've got to be in the forefront of our mind. And then if it's not that, really empowering ourselves, giving ourselves the power, the freedom, Michael, mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. be, you know, freeing ourselves to say no and to disconnect from societal rules about if someone introduces you and they want to meet you for coffee, you're supposed to go. I don't do that. I don't do that. And I'm not saying it's always easy. Most of the time it's easy <laughs> because I know what I'm going for. I know what I want to create. Yes. I know what energy is flowing through me and that I also know what it feels like to be not honoring that. Feels terrible. And it, it? Yes. it gets real wonky. Uh-huh. Quick. Really quick. Abraham and, <laughs> says it's like when you, you've got to be up to speed with the current version of yourself. That's right. That's yes. right. So if <laughs> yeah. you, this is something um, that I mm-hmm. talked about over the weekend with my friend Matthew Ferry, who, who was in town. And he, I asked him about, about someone from his past um, that, you know, I've, I've been studying with him for over 20 years. And I said, what about so-and-so from back in the day? And, and he said, you know, I am not in, really in touch with him anymore. In fact, I've, I've effectively killed off that old life. And I think that we all have to be willing to let the past die. And I was like, whoa, where am I holding on? Maybe to an old relationship, you know, where I am being obligated to keep in touch with someone when it's really not up to my current vibration. Yes. That obligation piece is really big. Yeah. And that's another thing I, I talk to people about because I've been there too. I I got caught up in some of that where I'm like, where do I draw the line here? So I made it very clear of if, if it's something I want to do because I want to do it for me, my business, my family, same thing. Yeah. Or because I love it, that's fine. But if it's out of obligation... I just can't do it. Yeah. I love the line that podcaster and blogger <laughs> Tim Ferriss wrote about in a, a really epic podcast um, called How to Say No. It's something along the lines of if people Google Tim Ferriss, How to Say No, I think it's How to Say No When It Really Matters. That's his podcast. He said, and he got this from one of his, hit, one of his friends, he said, it's either a hell yes or it's a no, right? That's what you're saying. It is either yes. a hell yes or uh-huh. it's a no. Yeah, that's an awesome filter to have. It is. It is. It is. Wow. Yeah. And I think we know. I know the other three of us sitting in this room having this conversation. We know when it's a hell yes mm-hmm. because it feels good, and we know when it's a no because it doesn't feel that's good. good. And, you know, for me and probably for a lot of people, it doesn't feel good in my second brain. You know where the second brain is? The gut. Yes. It doesn't feel good in the gut. And when I don't feel good in my gut, that's when I'm like, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. What's going on? Let me just check Mm -hmm. in with myself. Something is going on. Oh, that's right. Like three hours ago, I replied to that that email and said I would do that thing. And I am not feeling good about that. You know? What do you do then? 
What's that? What do you do then? Oh, I, I, w- I would definitely renegotiate. I'll, I'll give you an example. Okay, because okay. Marilyn, yes. when you were saying this, I thought of this example, <laughs> yeah. but I didn't, I didn't want to go there if, if it wasn't uh, yeah. valuable. But um, there is a woman in town who is resurrecting a really exciting organization. And, and I, I don't want to say who the organization is or the woman, and, and, but it'll all be coming down the pipeline soon. Um, and I was so inspired by her when we had a breakfast meeting. She said, so how do you see yourself participating? And what she's offering is totally in alignment with what I'm up to. Totally. So I said, well, I could see myself doing this and this and this. And, you know, let me um, send it to you in an email to kind of recap what we're talking about. And I sent the email um, later that day or the next day. And then I started to feel uncomfortable because I said, ooh, I have not clarified that I am not coming to meetings about this thing. I cannot go to meetings about this thing. I can go do the thing, but I cannot go to meetings about the thing. And so I need to circle back and say, I am still excited about doing this, but I cannot promise to attend meetings that are on someone else's schedule. I'm happy to have conversations by phone and by video. They need to be scheduled in advance. And, um, you know, a next step will be, will be figuring out the boundaries of, since she's the one resurrecting this, how much um, freedom do I have to just take it and run with it? You know, what are the parameters that she needs me to work within? And if those parameters become too confining and it feels uncomfortable, you know, I'll bow out. Now, how I would do that, I would want to find other people to put into that position. Because for me, that has integrity. It works for me to be someone, when I say I'm going to do something, that if I'm going to renegotiate and I'm not going to do it, I could replace myself. I could find her someone else. Exactly. That's powerful. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know? Because relationships are everything. Options. <laughs> yes. Options. Exactly. Options. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. Options. Creating options. Wow. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I just, I'm just so present. To how powerful today has been. <laughs> yeah, like, I can't wait to listen to the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, I felt it yesterday, and I knew. I did um, too. It's like a full circle kind of moment right now. Mm-hmm. Like, cause we started this with just this little aha idea, <laughs> and didn't know anything what we were doing. And then, like something that you said earlier about how you just kind of like put it out there and then you develop, it develops as it moves forward. Like I feel like throwing ourselves into this, which I do love this whole process has changed my life. Yeah. Oh, like, wow. Not only the ahas or the open up or the conversations, but it's just something in me like knows that it's an alignment with the energy and it feels so good and there's places in my life where I've got to have that mm-hmm. um, yeah. discernment to like that's no longer joy. Right. That's just no longer joy. As you were sharing that, I was thinking, oh, I think I would guess the reason why this feels so good is because it's so authentic for you. You have been someone who wants to share what you've learned put the spotlight on other people so that you can learn and we can learn and we yes. can all share you right and exactly. you too Marilyn yes. and so you know that's what you've wanted to mm-hmm. create and so it feels so good cuz it's what you've always wanted to do it's who you are it's the energy flowing through you 
It's, mm-hmm. you know, it is, it is, uh, you know, s- consciousness. You yeah. aligning yes. yourself with you know, like, consciousness. You know, all the training that we've had and, and getting out of your head and all the things yes. and not performing or anything like that. Like, even when we first started, like, <laughs> it's just, it, we tell people that, that are going to be on, like, it's just a conversation. Yes. 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 We create an intention and it's a conversation. Mm-hmm. Like, no agenda. And the beautiful piece of it is the global piece. When you said that earlier about moving into this global community, well, that started for me a long time ago, but I didn't really realize it. And then I'm noticing, like when I went to Peru, I went with a group of 20. There were only three from from the United States. I've been wanting to be in a global circle in so many ways, and it keeps showing up. This is the biggest and the best where we get to share this anywhere. Yeah. Anywhere. And that's yeah. that's the power of the times that we're living in yes. that we were born into in this amazing country where we have the freedom to express ourselves. And then we right. have the technology and we have the to, financial resources to, to it do out. it all. Yeah. Yes. It's amazing. It is amazing. We are so prosperous. Anyone listening is in such a prosperous state. Yeah, if you right. could press the little button on your little device. Right. And... Oh, yeah, on your $1,000 device in your pocket that has more power yes. than the, you know. That's 1100 the... Right, yeah, exactly. That's yes. more, more power than the first computers that were ever built that were the size of a room. Yeah. And, right. you know, and I think so often we're not present to that prosperity that is all around us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I always like to do a little recap too. Today was um, like what I'm taking away from today is permission to keep looking at life, keep tweaking, keep designing, and make it even better for next year. So I'm looking forward to the 13th. Yeah. Because I'll write it from that up. And I'm like, I feel like I'm in the mode for that now, like to start permission. To really yes. allow. Do you see it? <laughs> yeah. I just allowed myself to have permission. It feels it's a different feeling in your body. There's not like this, oh, what's coming? It's like, oh, what am I creating that's coming? Mm-hmm. Yeah. A completely different vibration. So thank you so much for being here and just being you and having a little conversation with us about the that we all have the possibility of having life work out for us we do and it is working out this is yeah. how it yes. looks when it's working it's working right yes. now exactly yes. and thank you and that we get to play a role in it yeah we're an active role an we active are, role we are active co-creators yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> in designing and uh, you know executing on that design for our lives yeah so I so so appreciate you being here today. But Marilyn, did you have anything that you yes, wanted to say? Yes, to- so do I too. Actually, the prosperity letter really spoke to me as well. Also, when you laid out so clearly, this is my group of top priority, then my next yeah, priority. Me too. It was just, I mean, it was so validating and so clear to hear it in that way. And then there's one more thing I just have to say. You know, we have so many mutual friends. I, yes. We've met online. Yes. And everybody still says, Aaron Joy, Aaron Joy, Aaron Joy. And I said, well, 
now I know why you have to include joy because you are joy. You are just Thank you. full of joy. You Thank speak you. with joy. You, you glow with joy. So and soon to be Dr. Joy. One Yay. day. <laughs> One day. Yes. <laughs> thank so, you thank both you. so much. Do you have anything that you would like to here. say? Just thank you. You know, I I think that um, anytime, you know, we're we, and I say we because you had others on today and yeah. are invited to share our thoughts, it's just such an honor. It is such an honor. So yeah. thank you for the honor, Michael. Thank you for the honor, Marilyn. Yeah. Thank you, awesome. Aaron. It's great to have you here. Well, we hope that you guys got incredible value out of today and that there was a little spark or something popped. And like after you listen to this, life is going to be a little bit different and tomorrow will be a little bit more different than that. And that you just keep opening up and expanding. And if you have any questions for any of us, please feel free to drop that in the comments below. Sound off. Let us know what you think. And um, start designing 2020. It's yes. going to be a doozy. <laughs> we'll see you guys on the next one. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you.